And welcome back to another exclusive, exciting, fantastic edition of Hammer Time with your host, me, Christopher Rios, alongside with my great buddy. And, you know, hopefully if we can keep this bitch rolling, uh, uh, as long as he keeps winning, uh, exciting co-host Jacob Velasquez, say hi to everybody. He's had a fantastic week, people. Give him a round Thank of you. I think I think, thank you. I definitely deserve this round of applause after the fantastic perform. Honestly, we should end the show after me, after what happened last week, because I dominated on everything across the board against you y'all. Y'all are giving me crap, saying I didn't know stuff. You're gloating about your record, Chris. What was your record this week, by the way? I just want the fans to know what, what was your record. Look, what the fans need to know is that really if you're thinking about it long term if this is my first losing week then really i'm like fucking six or seven and one right but i absolutely ate cheat this week actually I, I i did like three or four games under 500 um everything i picked turned shit and i looked like a dumbass uh in every facet of the word um but but that is the ups and downs of the game that is what we do that is part of the lifestyle sometimes you have to eat a shit sandwich look at it as an analogy and quite literally life right 2020 in a nutshell but hey is what it is we gotta have a closer mentality i'm mariano rivera in this bitch i am fucking forgetting about it i am fucking tunnel vision i'm staring at week eight and nine and i know i'm gonna tackle it and I'm gonna get it, and I'm not gonna look. There we go. That that's. I'm gonna give you a clap right there. That's the mentality we want. We want that comeback mentality here. Where we're charging yeah, because, back no, in. No, dude, seriously. Because if you if you act like a bitch, you're going to get treated right. like a bitch. If you bet like a bitch, right, you'll lose money like a bitch. That's just that is that is the that is. I cannot break it down any simpler than that. If you disagree, get the fuck out of here. I can guarantee you'll never make. I, I, listen, I know your mom. Down. You know my mom. Our moms didn't raise no bitches. Let's just let's just how it is. That's just facts. facts in life. That is so facts. That is so facts. Aggressively and heartfelt. Like, you know, so much mental health at risk every week. Every week. But I love it. Speaking of with this week, I want to hear about yours. I want everyone to hear about yours. You've been coming off of a lot of swings lately in the last month. You, like, most definitely have. You and Ricky, actually. But you have seemed to have come upon the iceberg at the mountaintop here and have cashed out what, how do I put this politely, what most of you motherfuckers make in a week, right? Like, at your actual job, working 40 hours, right? After taxes, right? My boy here, Jacob cast that shit out on a fucking Sunday. So I'd like to go ahead and give him the mic and let him talk about that and, you know, hopefully he can drop some knowledge on you folks. Um, Alright, so let's move it this way. I betted on myself this week. Uh, y'all, they were, y'all gave me crap last week. I said, you know what? I'm gonna take my bets. I'm gonna own them. And I went 10, 3, and 1. Ready? 10, 3, God. and 1. Okay? I, I, I think that's... I'm, I'm, I'm not bullshitting. I, even... Even with me not having a single losing week up to this point, I did not rack a 10 piece at any week up to this point. And there were bye weeks. And Jacob still put up a 10 piece, picking every game against the spread. I think the most I had had was nine. Um, actually, you no, know, I think about it. You now, had I a 10 I, piece. I think I hit a 10 or 11. I hit a 10 piece once, but just once. You know what I mean? But I didn't, but I made the mistake of not hammering it 
hashtag hammer time. I did not <laughs> hammer it like you. Oh, did. I so hammered my pick. T- take us on this journey. Take us on this emotional. So journey. let's for, let's start off. Let's start off with the first pick. The first pick uh, last week, y'all were going after me is the fact that I was saying the Giants are going to keep it close. The Giants going to keep this game close. I kept on saying it. Eagles aren't great. I still think the Eagles are trash, even though they're going to win the division. So I hammered a parlay of Eagles plus five and a half and the under at forty six. 25 to win 50. Wow. Very simple. It's very safe. Because right now at this point, I am right there about to be paid by our bookie because I'm already at the cost. I was at 110. Yeah, 110, 116. So this put me over where I'm in the green. I'm going to get paid this week if I didn't do anything else. I would get paid once uh, 160. Wow. So you could have. So, so after, I mean, uh, spoiler obviously you win this, but um, you could have stopped and been right. paid. And I was asked, are you going to hold on to this? I said, no, I'm going to make more money. I said that I'm going to make more money. All right. Hammer, hammer down. down. Okay. Uh, took a couple of Ricky's picks uh, for Saturday. When I was fast forward, just a little, I broke even. I actually lost three bucks from Ricky's picks. Now, that is what it is. Then we go into the main game. All right. I took alternate spreads on some of these games I knew were locks. All right. So I went from Packers who are minus three and a half. I said Packers minus six at plus 135. 50 to win 67 bucks. Cash in. Then I took a three team parlay. Washington football team to outright win the game. The Detroit Lions to outright win the game. And the Green Bay Packers to outright win the game. 25 25 bucks to win 134. Both those teams, I said, were going to win last week. I said, even against the spread, I said, I think they'll win. I think they're the better team. And I was proven right. 25 to win 134. Then I said, you know what? I'm even going to double down on the Lions. I took them even. 50 to win 50. All right? Just even. You're fucking kidding me. You had money straight on the Lions. Did you see that game? No, trust me. I was in my seats watching watching that game constantly. And then when Todd Gurley ran that. I can't believe believe you're a beneficiary of Todd Gurley stumbling. It was great, man. No, I'm not only Todd Gurley stumbling in. I'm I'm a... I'm a benefactor of Matt freaking Stafford going in, no timeouts, driving down the field, beautiful pass to the end zone for that touchdown, game over. All right. That was masterful. And, and, and like, you know, just a sports take here. They just, this is just, this is kind of what pisses me off about like the mainstream media when it comes to sports is that Matthew Stafford is extremely underrated. And like, the narrative is consistently going to be the Falcons fucked it up again instead of wow holy shit Matt Stafford took a team the Lions right with a minute and like nothing to work with and threw a strike from 20 yards out to win the game like extended a play threw a strike fantastic like I, like it's it's like it's like you can't even you can't even enjoy credit from a clutch win because like because the narrative from the team like who lost is louder like that's that's so yeah. sad but i can't believe you cashed in on that like that is that is the nuttiest shit like I, like when i saw i didn't get to watch the game live but, but watching the highlights immediately after seeing the reaction on twitter i was just thinking wow any fucking idiot out there or like ballsy motherfucker who cashed on the lions to, deserves to be talked to and lord and behold my idiot has the fucking you know, yeah. the cash there in. we so go there so there's awesome. my thing so at that point i am up 500 okay i went from 160 to 500 then it starts going down a little okay i took two hmm. parlays 
with the Bills covering their spreads at minus 11 and minus 10. Of course, they didn't cash out. That, but those 25 bucks each with parlays, so, you know, that sucks. So, like, so basically, if the Bills score, like, one touchdown, one touchdown. Oh, I'm making so much game, more money. Like, you're, you're, you're probably, like, a thousand dollars. All right, definitely a thousand dollars. All right, now, but then this is the one that hit my first because I told you my first lock of the week last week. I was one and one from lock, by the way. My first lock of the week was the Buffalo Bills minus eight and a half at minus one twenty-five, minus eight and a half, one twenty-five to win a hundred. That doesn't cover. I miss it by half a point, by one point. Literally, Jeez. it was minus the spread in the game was the Bills covered by eight. But That'd once again, be- I I don't know how, but luckily I've been coming great if you listen to this you've been listening to us all this week i've been telling you i'm getting really really good at taking live bets and this is the live yeah that's that's pretty that's impressive because that's like live bets are like the thing that man live bets like used to piss like people like off that were like close to me (laughs) because like i would i would lose so much money on live bets like it's literally it's only it's like one of three things it's like one i have a crazy hunch right which is like a 40 percent chance of cashing anyway i'm bored as hell and i'm already and the game's already on tv or i'm drunk right and i'm just like damn it I want some action. I just got paid. Like I am bored and drunk, and I need I need something to keep me motivated to watch right. Georgia State. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I know right, exactly you know what, I mean? what you. I'll be honest. I've only been taking live bets when I realize I'm in the hole somewhere else. And so what I did, I took a live bet, right, at minus one ninety nine, two hundred ninety eight dollars to win one hundred and fifty dollars at the second quarter. At the oh second quarter, for the Washington football team to win by eleven and a half points against the Dallas Cowboys, was that was that wait was that was that after Dalton N- no been punched out before or? he been punched out? Wow! So damn! So when he went down, you were like, yes. "Yes." I honestly, I didn't even watch the rest of that game. I did not know he got punched out until afterwards. I was so confident in that because I'm like, as I said in the show before, Cowboys. Are dead because that offensive line is gone and that offensive line showed right there they can't tackle they can't block it's it's over for the cowboys at this point we'll talk about that more no that's 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 1000 percent true yeah we can we can elaborate that a little bit more i mean right. obviously i'm a big cowboys fan but like if i had any lasting faith left mm-hmm. it is gone it is absolutely gone it's right. not there anymore it's fucking disappeared so boom, boom. All right, um, so continue okay, on. Go ahead, go so, ahead. so I got that 150. It covered all the losses that the Bills had given me. Okay, so I'm still around, mm. hovering about 500. Then my other lock of the week, which was at minus three. Once again, I the alternate spread minus six and a half for plus 120 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Raiders, and they destroyed. And they, they mocked them. Mopped As them. I said, I talked them. last week. I told you that the that wow. uh, against after the after the bye week. After the bye week, uh, what's his face? Gruden had lost by 18 and 14 points after the bye week. And it came Mm. true again. So that was a lot for me. Minus six and a half. Cashed another 60 bucks. I'm at 560. Then I believe in the man that is Justin Herbert. He is the future of football, I think. And I put minus five and a half at Nick 160. 160 to win 100. And that hits. And I'm now sitting at 640 total for the. Holy shit. 
Jets. You called by the Chargers? I called the Chargers. Dude, they smashed. Like, I was, like, I've been, I've actually been itching to talk about that because holy fuck, what a day by Justin Herbert. He threw for three touchdowns, ran a touchdown in. He was their leading rusher. Oh my God. I'll tell you, I'm loving this kid. kid, I'm loving him. This kid is good. Like, holy shit. Like, I, I remember making, like, like, man, me, I made Ricky and I a shitload of money on the Rose yeah. Bowl last year when they beat Wisconsin because I was so bullish on Justin Herbert. Like, I swear to God, I was, like, jerking this dude <laughs> off the entire day. Like, and I was like, Rick, you gotta, you gotta watch this guy play. He's fucking good. Fuck Jonathan Taylor. Like, I know he's a Heisman candidate, too, but he's a fucking running back. It doesn't matter. Like, the guy with the ball at the end is gonna win the game. And Lord and behold, they whooped that ass, and we went to Buffalo Wild. Oh, hell yeah. Great time. But Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert is... He's legit. He's good. He's he's he. Damn, he might he might very well be the best quarterback of this class. So right. good. And then, there you go. Like he could he he yeah, might be better he than definitely. Burr, dude. And then there to sprinkle it up more, I got another ninety bucks one on a teaser. It's the first ever teaser I took. I said, you know what? I'm gonna try. I'm on a hot streak. Why not do it? Buffalo Bills minus three and a half. Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus two. Kansas Chiefs minus one. If they win ninety, easy money. Wow! All right, easy money. Wow! Cash that in. I'm so up huge. Up huge. I'm about seven hundred. Okay. So like, so so I'm waiting for the now. It's gonna come back down. back down. What happened, yeah, so man? Where the Arizona Cardinals stomped on the Seahawks. I had a parlay with the Seahawks included, twenty five bucks. I had Seahawks minus six at plus one thirty, fifty bucks. All right, and then another parlay minus twenty five. Mm-hmm. All right, and those three things brought me back down to about 540 all right and then back to 540 Damn. i was up like i said i was about six i was like the, the, i was 100 bucks that's a tough, beat. That's a tough yeah. beat because it yeah. went to like overtime and 640 went down it was it was a crazy game and I, like even in overtime i was close because i had in my parlay both parlays i had to see off that minus two and a half everything else hit that's what it i'm saying like, anything could have happened like, it was even crazy going overtime, it but then to happened. finally end it all i was at 540 I was once again, do I stay at 540 or do I just risk the 40 bucks and keep it a, eat the 500? So I risked 40 bucks on the Monday night game, which I took the the Bears with the spread and the under. I hit the under and I should have gone with my pick because on this show last week, I picked the Rams to cover the spread. I went against my gut. Uh, I was listening to other people. I was listening to Chris because I'm like, he can't be getting all these wrong. I gotta get at least one more wrong, and I didn't. I should have. At the end, I could have had an additional seven fifty instead of. Well, that was seven fifty. Probably been about like six fifty instead of the five forty I had if I went with my gut and my picks and stayed with the Rams. But I didn't, and I ended up getting catching only a whopping five hundred, half a rack. Hey. With a roller coaster like that, oh my god, dude, that is fantastic. What a ride, what a ride. It has to help boost your confidence, though, when you start the week off in the green, though. Like, betting, like, in the green is so much different than betting in the red. Like, your mentality changes. You become the hunter instead of exactly. the Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you go on the aggressor and you get kind of confident, but that all being said, you're right back to zero, so you just gotta... You got to make sure that you tread lightly because like what goes up must come down and you don't want to get, I don't know, just though you don't want to make the same mistake that I've made in the past, which has just been 
like so scorching on fire that like you kind of do the reverse of what you do when you're like freezing cold which is just like doubling down to get out of a hole you just like keep hammering down because you're so hot and ultimately fucking like lose exactly i mean so i don't and don't, honestly don't i was thinking that about that too come that monday night game because like because that's what happened to ricky that's what happened yeah. to Ricky the last two i years. just once again i'm like i said i had 40 bucks but i'm like i'm comfortable losing this 40 and as a big enough win I said I was able to take it, and I knew I was still cashing that 500. But I already knew I had 500 secure, and that's what made me comfortable more in the end. I knew I had it secure. I'm not gonna risk the reward of getting so much more, and at the risk of losing it all. It's never worth it. Never worth it. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 true, man. I mean, I'm again. Congratulations. Fantastic week. I wish the best for you. Nothing more than good vibes for leading into this next week. I myself. Um, I, I actually had a bit of a vacation this last weekend. I didn't do a ton of betting, thank God, because my picks were shit. Um, I I actually too took the Bears oh, man. on Monday night. Um, that was dumb. That was dumb. I I should have just taken the under like I originally wanted to and had the urge to, um, but I ended up having a positive week. I ended up being about plus two hundred because. I rode the Dodgers the whole way through the World Series, actually. Like this last week, um, I, I I took I got real big into player. Oh props. wow! Like I, I I found like this prop this prop builder. Like I like I hit Mookie Betts to basically have a fucking show in the World Series. He showed out, balled out. You know, like 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 things like uh, you know, will will Mookie Betts have more than two hits in this game? Oh wow! Yeah, I don't you know, know what I mean. Heard. Um. Wait, parlayed oh. with parlayed with Dodgers. oh wow oh yeah but you know what i mean i, I get I, I just want to say to people, if you ever can get it and you know a player's is tied to a team winning like for example i know that if derrick henry or like I'll take that team, should parlay those things because it's 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 the because, thing because it's it feels like such a good bet because exactly it's a other. cause and effect bet if i this happens and i know this happens and that's Ooh. just that's just smart betting it's just facts smart betting yeah, dude. Like, okay, so like on game six, game six, I was like, man, I felt like, and this is so like, man, and uh, this baseball is my original sport. Um, to all anybody listening out there, I mean, like, I'm very educated in football, but at the end of the day, I'm 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 more of a better than I am necessarily like a playbook breakdown. Like, you know, I couldn't I couldn't sit there in a field room with the pros, and I'm not going to pretend like I can, right? I'm I'm a I'm a results based thinker when it comes to football baseball is different I'm, I'm 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 a ball player at heart um i actually you know i like i went to tcu for my education i could have gone to play for a stupid small bullshit school in oklahoma to play baseball ball player at heart i saw how kevin cash had managed the game with blake snell early in the series and he absolutely botched it now he bought i figured he would botch it again blake snell on the mound fantastic pitcher for the Rays Kevin Cash takes out Blake Snell in the 6th inning pitching a fucking gym takes him out after giving up his second hit of the game he had 9 K's no runs allowed only one hit allowed gives up a single pull him out of the game he's pissed right because Kevin Cash quote unquote says that's just how we do things here what happened immediately afterwards, I don't know if you watched the game, the very next pitcher faces two batters, gives up a double, wild pitch, 
man single like and immediately a one nothing lead evaporates into a 2-1 deficit Blake Snell on for the loss both runs count against him or actually the one counts against him total bullshit Kevin Cash completely lost the World Series for the Rays I had a, I had a parlay on Dodgers winning and the uh, I don't even know how to say his last name the Dodgers starter to have more than three and a half K's I was worried about that one because it was low for a reason uh, Roberts uh, very very like known to pull these guys these 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 starters who aren't Kershaw <laughs> pulling them super early after the game like quite literally like they they believe in the idea of a of a of an opener oh, wow yeah. so like this guy could pitch like this guy could pitch literally two innings so like three and a half strikeouts is super risky and literally he did pitch like two and a half innings and he got wow. four strikeouts exactly D- dodgers were dodgers were losing at that point Halfway through the game, they pull Blake Snell. They pull Magic in the sixth inning, take the lead, and never lose it. In fact, Mookie Betts hit an insurance home run in the eighth inning, and they all knew they were going to win. Everybody, every every single race player, they zoomed in on all their faces. They all fucking knew they were going to lose. I knew I was going to get paid. So it was it was a good week overall. I made it a different way. I did it with baseball instead of football. But hey, here we are. And I, with that all being said, let's jump right back into it. Tomorrow we have Thursday night football. It's an NFC South matchup. One, one of redemption, one of surprise. You have the one and six Falcons going up into Carolina, facing Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panthers. The spread is Carolina at home. Minus two and a half. Man, these Thursday night games are weird. This is probably a better one. It sounds more exciting to watch. Man, I just have to, if I'm if I'm playing for the Falcons, you've lost me. Like I'm my, my like my my hope and motivation is gone. I oh man, and I know this is gonna come back to bite someone in the ass eventually, baiting the Falcons, but you gotta save the Falcons here. I don't see how you take them. Like I plus two and a half. Like it's like I I, I just don't see how you could root for these guys to hold on to a lead, like in any way, in any form, in any fashion. Give me the Panthers. Give me the Panthers purely off of principle. Ironically, for the same reason I was actually you know talking about earlier with Matthew Stafford, where I'm you know bolstering up the loser more than I am <laughs> the winner. Um, but I'm gonna have to roll with. I'm gonna have to roll with it, man. Minus two and a half. Wow, well, man! Carolina Panthers had a great. Uh, you didn't watch this one, but the Carolina Panthers had a great game against the Saints. They did. I, they did. They did. They did. Which is why I'm. You know, I'm. I, I think their offense is hot. I think they they've kind of figured it exactly. out without Christian, which makes them scary. They figured it out without Christian. Exactly. So I'm willing to ride that. You know, they've kind of got their groove. I mean, you, people forget, dude, this is a new quarterback, new system, new coach, new receiver, right? Like, the vet there is Christian McCaffrey. I think that makes, I think they make Carolina a great team right now, and uh, i like to see them in the future. I just don't think they'll get the playoff this year just because of how tough they west it. Yeah, they'll go like... They'll go they might go 8-8. Eight eight. Eight. We'll they'll see. I don't know. We'll get it. 8-8 eight eight would be great for them, I think. I don't think they can do that. Uh, I want to go back to the stats I said. So I added up from the wins and losses last week. So team favorites of minus two and a half or less are right now this this year three and eighteen against the spread. Great stat. Mm. 
But once again, I'm going to go with you on this one, Chris. I'm going to fade the stat just because I think the Panthers are just the better team. They're one of the teams that can beat that 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 really bad record right now, three and eighteen. They'll make it four and eighteen plus whatever happens. I'm taking Carolina minus two and a half. Well, right now sharps. That means that that's just lingo for big betters, um, aka big time professionals, people who bet ten thousand plus dollars on these games um, are leaning Panthers on this right now. Um, that is what their projections are showing. So, um, you know, we can ride with the sharps. And it's more about me. Fading. I'll be honest. I would also take um, the if, like I usually uh-huh. just for the fans just you know I usually do a parlay on a Thursday nights. This time I won't. I think I'm just gonna take Carolina straight up just because I'm, I'm so confident I'm kind of in them. But if I was in a parlay, I would take the under with Carolina. Just a side like total a, parlay, like yeah. Side total parlay under 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 on the game. Yeah, buy definitely Carolina. buy a point though on that under. Make it to 52 and a half just in case. I think it'd be best to save. Always buy. Right. Right now, and right now it's at what, 51 and a half? So, and like that's, you know, you don't want to get burned mm-hmm. by half a point on. Because the there will be some garbage. There will definitely be some garbage, be garbage points out. for the Falcons. But I think the Carolina defense should be able to control the game for the most part. Yeah, garbage indeed. And speaking of garbage, um, the first game on the Sunday slate is the New England Patriots at Buffalo. Buffalo coming in at home as a three and a half point favorite. I think this is disgraceful. I think the Bills should be five point favorites in this game, at least. Like that, the the, the Bills found a way to win without a touchdown. Like they. They they went, they didn't score a single touchdown and won by more than a touchdown. Granted, it was against the Jets, but the Patriots are on a landslide down into the mud. Like they are down, 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 down. They look like shit right now. And it they like I looked at the score and thought it was so bad from last game. And I was like, holy shit, there's no way Cam Newton played this game. He is hurt. Went in there, looked at it. Holy crap, they just suck. What is happening? You're a Patriots fan. Where do you stand on this game? I'm pretty blunt about this. Buffalo is going to cover. If anything, actually, lock of the week. Give me Buffalo making a statement, slaying the dragon that is mentally now, and only mentally a dragon, that is the New England Patriots. They're going to make a statement. They're going to take a monster lead in the division, wrap it up, go six and two. And my fucking, uh, my eight and a half future on wins for the season is definitely going to cash. That That's a fucking guarantee now. But what do you think? Again, like Patriots fans, like how do you approach oh, this man. game? Three and a half points. Like that's clear. That, that, that's clearly Vegas. And I agree. Uh, if you guys don't know, they're fall Patriots teams. Stephon Gilmore, the defensive player of the year last year. His house has been put up for sale on the market in New England. Yes, that's the uh, I'm gonna sign up right there. He looks like they're trying to trade him mm. for what I don't know. Definitely a high end pick for next year. But the Patriots in this place have to start looking for. Cam Newton has admitted that he's not playing to the caliber that he expected himself, or that we saw back when they were playing against the Raiders, okay, or any other team in the in the beginning against the Dolphins. Ever since the COVID incident, New England has been on a spiral downwards. All right, I like I said, the the receivers can't get open. Right. 
the defense is slow. They're not they're not the same defense. And once again, though, you have to remember, New England is the only team to have over six players sit out for the season. Beginning is before COVID even happened. Once once COVID was happening, once the season was starting, six players opted out to say we're not playing this year. Most of them on the defensive side, but a lot on the offensive line too. Marcus Cannon, a uh, homeboy from TCU, uh, shout out to our school. He's not playing this year, and he's a big part, a veteran on that offensive line. So for me, New England is just having a problem because this isn't the New England team of last year. And that's even without, like, minus Tom Brady being out. They're just not the same team as last year. With all that being said, Buffalo Bills, I think, are hurt. Like, the NFC East is just going to be a trap. Like, I think maybe... Dolphins could cover and actually end up winning this with Tua coming in. I think they should have kept Fitzpatrick. Different story. But being only able to score, beat the Jets by just with field goals is showing that your offense who was slinging, supposed to be, Josh Allen supposed to be this slinger, okay, who can just like rack out and throw these balls deep. There, there's something wrong with Buffalo right now. You see, see, like I, I, I see why you would think that, but now, but now, but now, think about it. You are Buffalo. You're playing the Jets, and you're like, we're running the ball up the field all day long. I'm willing to bet that we can actually beat them with just kicking. So you're saying this was a goal. conservative like, game. I would trust rest our players. Last- I say, I, I think they knew they were going to win this big. They were 12 and zero in the first out. first quarter. That's. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, like. Why not? Like, I mean, like, I low key. Like, I know it pisses you off, but I played Madden this week. Like, that's probably why. Like, I kind of fucked with the Bills on this one. Like, I do not mind playing Madden this way. I get to the thirty yard line. I kick a fucking fifty yard field goal. I'll do that shit four times, five times, and I'm trying. I'm, to hold I'm gonna say this way. I think New England is gonna be seeing a lot of different trades and personnel. Hopefully, we get some wide receivers in the near future. Julio uh, Jones is out there. Is one of them like, possibly out there? I hope. But what I'm trying to say is, I I I went against New England last week. I knew we were going to lose. I didn't think we were going to get slaughtered. Because we got slaughtered, I'm giving this is New England's last chance to maybe redeem themselves. So I'm going to take New England plus three and a half. I'm doing this as a last ditch hope effort, kind of, for me as a fan. But just because I believe somewhere deep down me, New England okay. has a chance to keep it close. I'm not saying they're going to win, but to keep it close enough where it looks like, hey, it's still a New England team that can be potentially. So I'll take New England plus three and a half. Now, all that. All right, we're just gonna have, we're gonna agree to disagree. Division matchup. That's always fun. Moving on, another AFC matchup: Tennessee Titans at five and one, going on the road to play Joe Burrow and the Bengals. This is an interesting game because the line actually opened up at three. It's now moved to five and a half, and even six points on some books. Big betters are hammering the Titans. Um, man, that's tough. I, I I wish I would have been able to get. Yeah, the I kind of wish I heard that. At, yeah, at three. You know, I just don't. I just don't. I don't see them losing two games in a row. This team is actually pretty damn decent. They took their first loss. I say they eat that and they run all day all over the Bengals. I don't think they have the gas to keep this up. Since he is clearly selling, the... hell, they even sold Dunlap right for like. Washington. <laughs> they sold him for like a Washington. He, team, like he went to uh, 
like like they're they're not right. they're not trying to win. They're not trying to win. Like they if anything they, they benefit so well from losing and like giving Burrow a weapon next year. Give me give me the Titans. Like I'm taking I, I, I'm, I'm going to this one. I just this one again. I believe in the Titans over the Bengals all day. Like I said, they come out the loss. Definitely coming through. Who uh, who did Dunlap go to? Who does he get traded to? Oh, uh, who did Dunlap go to? I want to see Vikings. Shit. It wasn't the rape. Oh my. Damn it. Because the great. Lions got Sorry, I... Dunlap. No, he didn't he go, did to, the go to the Bucks. The Seahawks. Seattle. Holy great move. That's a good move. Seahawks. That's a great move. That is so right. Good for them for making a move. Good for them for making a move. And that be that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and expand. Go ahead. Yeah, so I just asked that question. Go ahead. <laughs> Raiders at Cleveland. Cleveland at home, minus two and a half. The Raiders just got their asses handed to them. The Cleveland Browns are a quiet, and I'm talking about a silent five and two. No one is talking about them because they have two monsters in their division. They are clearly playing Ooh, the best I would division. I disagree football. with that one, actually, statement, because I think uh, the NFC West is the best division in football. Okay. I mean, I think... Head to head, we'll talk to later. Let's, play, let's move on to the backs. Win, I mean, I mean, wind wise, wind wise, wind wise, it is what it is. Um, fuck, man, Cleveland's actually done a really good job of playing these close games and finding a way to win. Um, man, I, I'm not <sighs> Raiders show me they can score, Cleveland show me that they can outscore, but hey. If you want to give me the points, I kind of I kind of like the idea of taking the Raiders with a teaser here. Um, their big betters are clearly here taking the Raiders. It well, actually, sharps are taking the Browns, and there are some experts taking the Raiders. But man, give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Okay. I'm going to buy up to three and a okay. half though. Three and a half. But so, hey, so for game, another another close game. This is it's not it's not it's all oh, right. No, this definitely be a close game. game. Question. So, for record keeping sakes, uh, if you guys don't know, I keep the record and I report back uh, what our record is as as we go on to the games to to our group chat. So, you're saying you're taking Vegas plus three and a half, or you want to take it plus two and a half for just for record sake? Okay, just 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 for just for record keeping sake for for the show, it sucks, but give me the plus two and a half. And Loki at and, that point, I might as well. Listen, money and I'm going to say, I'm going back to that stat. Favorites of minus two and a half or less are three and eighteen against the spread. Biggest ones who caused that fall and failure so far are the Browns. I want to take Vegas. This is my upset mm. game. If you want to bet on an t- underdog to win, bet Vegas. Especially like this is the exactly, exactly. Like we're picking the spread. Right. Yeah, we're picking the spread for stat keeping sake. But dude. If you if you got the money and you're oh. willing to risk it, like take the Raiders to win this game. Exactly. Like, what goes what goes up must come down. The the Browns and Browns lost OBJ. Like I don't know if you know this, that Chris, but they, OBJ's out for the season. He's done. Okay. Yeah, I I, I heard about that, but man, props to the Browns. For, I like, think because there's just a most of there's just the most of weapons because the Raiders got their man, just butt handed to them by the Buccaneers who have finally found themselves. Thankfully, I've been waiting for this to happen because I've been saying Bucks, you know, probably win the Super Bowl. But I just, for me, like Vegas is going to come up on top of this game. Vegas is going to have 
I'll probably take Vegas straight up money line or with the parlay uh, with them winning. So that's. I like it. I don't. I don't, so I don't a, hate it. Let's at move all. on to I the next one then. Colts Lions. Um, yeah. Colts Lions. Colts are on the road in Detroit. Colts come in um, as the favorite on the road. Home dog in the Lions. Lions coming off that big win against the Falcons last week. Colts, a quiet four and two. Phillip Rivers doing work there in Indianapolis. I, man, I, I, man, I, again, just going back to just fucking like dick riding Matt Stafford. You're going to make Matt Stafford a home dog. Oh, Matt Stafford isn't the home dog. He's the underdog. I like it. You know Oh, sorry. Home, uh, home underdog. Sorry. I'm, I'm, that's no, my yeah, fault. That's I'm my saying fault. home that's dog. Yeah. Home I'm, I'm paying attention. Yeah, he's a home dog. He's a home dog. I like this game a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, hesitant to make it my lock of the week because there's another game I really like. But if if, if I any other week, it would be. It, I, I love the Lions a lot in this one. That win, that last win did a lot for them. It, it, like, think about it. Like, that's the difference between two and four, three and three. They still feel like they're in it in a packed NFC. Um, they, 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 they have to feel like they're one game away or one statement game away from actually being a being something and they made a trade to make their team better like when is the last time a, like like lions that's, fans and i i, I follow a uh, lions fan who's been saying for the last couple weeks that this is the stretch where the lions can actually go nine and oh just ride it out through a, a slaughter because of the teams they're playing and everyone's telling right now they don't trust 17 and this is a game where you probably see rivers is gonna be throwing a lot of picks Especially the Detroit defense that held the Falcons. Yeah, let's put it this way: that game against the Falcons and Lions should have been a high-scoring shootout game. It wasn't. That was a low-scoring, round-and-pound game. And I think that just proves that I think Detroit's going to win it. I think this is still an under game. It's over over under fifty. I think it's an under game because Detroit's deep. Uh, Indy's defense is good, but uh, I might honestly. This is my parlay. I think I would. My lock of the week would be to parlay Las Vegas and Detroit. Money line. Interesting. I love that. Like, if anybody were to take something <laughs> like that, I swear to God it would be you. So, so I'm taking Detroit plus three. That's that's awesome. I'm, I'm locking in Detroit plus three. Um, this is a fucking fun game. Uh, the records oh, no. do not reflect what I thought going into the season. You have the Packers, six and a half point favorites at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Ah, man, it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. A touchdown spread, you know these 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 guys are on fire, on fire. The the, the Packers just they 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 don't think they can lose. You know, I, mean, I watch Pat McAfee's show pretty regularly, so I love to watch the Aaron Rodgers interviews. Um, dude, he he's got the swagger of a god. He knows he's going to go in there and whip that ass. Ah, a touchdown spread is a lot. Because of that, I think a lot of people are going to be taking Minnesota going into it. The fact that it's not seven points or more makes me a little bit more comfortable. Okay. Go ahead and give me Green Bay. Uh, I was just going to go back. Me and, uh, me and Chris, before the, the podcast, me and him were talking about this game uh, week one because it was Vikings-Packers week one. And he told me, I don't see if you remember this, that whoever won week one, He's going to hammer the opposite team when they next meet. 
Uh, right? Isn't that? I, isn't that? I, but I, isn't like, that Green Bay? Yes. When you're talking about like, fucking I know. Dude, but here's what I will say: the Vikings keep their games close. The Vikings keep their games close, and with adding a defensive weapon, which might help, not necessarily. I it's don't cook, know that question. Back, That's a great back. question. I'm gonna. I actually. I know. I I, I gave him to you, so <laughs> I know you have him. Yeah, he's returned to Viking. He returned to Vikings practice. Yep, exactly. So I'm 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 gonna take Minnesota. Yep, uh, plus six yeah. and a half. Kind of was was based on what we talked about. This is a one of the strongest division uh, rivalries in the NFC North. Packers Minnesota. And because the Packers won in a close game, even though it wasn't a close game, the points end up being with all those garbage points. Same reason I think Minnesota will be able to come back with the garbage points and uh, cover that spread of plus six and a half. I think Green Green Bay's still gonna win. I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I can't really, I can't completely disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like either way, yeah, I think Green Bay's gonna win. I'm, I'm solely riding on the fact that. I love Aaron Rodgers. I'm oh man, this Aaron is Rodgers I I can't wait for that because that's fantasy, uh, just so you know, uh, me and Chris are in two uh, fantasy leagues. One's with uh, a bunch of our friends, including Ricky, who uh, joins us on the show, and the other one's with my family. And we last week I destroyed Chris, dominated him <laughs> in fantasy, and this week we're co- oh no no it was two weeks ago I dominated. Uh, Last week, I'm about to say, dude, I, I've I've been cashing, dude. Like you and I come in in your family's league, we face. No, 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 it's not, no, no, it's not. Projected it's not in our family league. It's in our friends. And league. we're both five and two. And I'm pointing that out. No, it's our friends league. I check because I, it's in our friends is league, it? which is why. But like I said, our family oh, league. I You're two right. weeks ago, all his players were on by. He's playing with garbage players. I dominated. Best week I had one of the best weeks. But this week is close because uh, no one cares about this. I'm just gonna point it out to people now. Me and Chris are riding in at the top of our divisions, okay? He's part of the OG League. I'm part of the Newcomers League, even though I should yep. be in the OG. This is pretty much for first place in this our division. first place in the uh, league, yeah. I'm right behind his brother just because of a tiebreaker. I lost to him, even though we have the same record. Chris is sitting at the top of the, the mountain on his division. So this is really could be like, you know, bring us down a peg, whoever brings us down. It could be like hurt the people. This will give us a huge. This this gives the winner a monster. For sure, this, the winner is guaranteed. I think in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Uh, honestly, I think it's more pivotal for Chris to win than I am, just because I have a two-game lead against the next two lowest. So, as, like, I mean, I'm not gonna let you win. I'm not exactly. gonna pull my players just you know, but no. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on know. to another game that doesn't matter. Well, hey, yeah, moving on to the next game. This is this this is a game that. Now, people are going to criticize this. I've taken a lot of favorites at this point. <laughs> but the Chiefs are absolutely my lock of the week. There's no way in hell. There's no way in hell they don't whoop that ass. The Chiefs are at home. The Jets have not won a single game all year. The Chiefs know they're going to win. They know they're going to win big. The spread opened up at 21 points. People have dared take the Jets plus 21 enough to move the line back down to 19. I love it too. There's no way to say that. I love it. Like the Chiefs are going to the Chiefs are going to win by yeah, fucking the, 30. You know what I mean? Like, I want to put they're going to put in their backup quarterback again. Like they get against the Broncos. But here's my take on this. 
I want to take Kansas City minus 19 and a half for record purposes. But guys, this is where you take the alternate spreads and you hammer the alternate spreads. You want to hammer. You want to hammer oh Kansas City God. minus 14. No shit. Get it minus 14. Like, it's going to be minus 160. You put all your money on that. And like, put everything you got. Like, literally, like, like take it out of the stock market. Like, Biden's probably going to win anyway. So <laughs> like, it being in your 401k. You might as well fucking take that sh- You might as well take that shit out and put it all on the fucking, like, Chiefs at an alternate spread minus 14 and a half or something like that. I think you get a minus 160, like to be honest. 180, flip your fucking... It's good. Something like that. Something of that nature. And then you'll be... And then you'll cash big. And you'll be yes. and I'm just telling you guys, you've been listening to your buddy Chris. I haven't really mentioned the uh, the uh, you know the odds, the the plus or minus, and I really should start doing that better, especially when these crazy weeks I've had. But a lot of these times, what's keeping me alive is I'm taking those alternate spreads of some of these locks. Okay, even when I took against the uh, the live bet against the Dallas Cowboys with the Redskins, the Redskins, sorry, Washington football team. It's still hard time saying that. Uh, I took an alternate spread. I don't give a fuck, dude. This I, is a non. This is a very non. Yeah, probably will. But I'm gonna probably keep saying uh, for the rest of my life. I took the alternate spread even then, with all the money I put down, because even though they were they, the score never changed. They kept on increasing. Cowboys never scored again. So whatever that was at that point, it just kept on adding, adding, adding. I still took the alternate spread because I wanted to guarantee that win. All right. So if you want to guarantee the money, like minus nineteen and a half. Uh, I'm guessing the odds are that would be like minus 110. Like, that's that. Right. Exactly. Right. That's just it's that's, not that's, worth that's, it. That's okay. A traditional bet, right? But like, dude. And if anything, and if anything, people with it opening at 21, and then and the natural betters moving it down to nine and a half, that makes the alternate spread cheaper, and even more of a good idea. Put like I said, like fucking goddamn, dude, like. Like, you know what? Throw away, throw away my lock of the week. I'm doubling down on the alternate spread to either count as Ooh, one I, win I will, I will or two losses. That. How about that? I will, I will drink to that cup. All right. I, I, just, I just like this minus one thing. Okay, bet. Well, we're 14 and a half. 14 and a half. That's fair. Hammer lock. <laughs> What like like quadruple thousand lock of the week, like lock of the fucking month season probably. Like I did this last year with the Cowboys playing the Dolphins and the Patriots playing. Oh, the I remember Jets that same week. Oh, we like no, you because you I took a lower spread. I can see this is when I, I was still learning. So just to recap, guys, I've only been in this game for about me and Chris were just talking about this earlier before the show. I've only been in this game for about a year now. Okay, into the betting world, and so back then. I took both that same game. I remember that game. I think it was one of the first ones or second week I've ever bet. I took both of them at what the lines were. While Chris took them at the alternate spreads. Because I really wasn't used to understanding the alternate spreads at the time. And New England on the BS mm-hmm. pick six from Jared Stidham who went in at the last minute. <laughs> lost the the line. You know, I actually, you know, I actually don't even want to talk about it anymore because I actually had two parlays. I had the original one at the spread, and then I got nervous watching the games. Took another alternate spread that was even more conservative and put even more money on it. I was minutes away from winning about twelve hundred dollars in three hours 
and that pick six cost me about 700 bucks i ended up winning i ended up winning yeah, that's, 500 yeah, but it wasn't a, it did not feel it didn't feel good i, I felt it was I a bad game like for that like, i remember so that too because i was in the same boat as chris like, and i was so, so upsetting. and that was before i had the book or anything so i, I straight up lost a hundred bucks or something like that so it wasn't even like i had a chance to win it back or i did have like it was gone it was 100 bucks gone all right but let's move on from the past and go to the future damn all right next yeah, game go ahead go ahead and introduce Rams, go ahead and introduce Dolphins, the next game. Rams coming in at minus three and a half after demolishing demolishing chicago okay not letting them score whatsoever because that defense is amazing and this is i know and this is kind of the, I think it's the worst down. game to bring in Tua to introducing him to Aaron Donald on the front line. It's just like, welcome to the NFL, Tua. I think that he's going to the NFL. Fitzpatrick back in. And I like I felt so heartbroken for uh, Fitzpatrick, for how he learned it from the media instead of from the coaches first off, which should have been in the fact that he has been going on a tear. He's been going on a tear the last couple. So with that being said, no, I'm taking Rams. I'm gonna take Rams minus two. No, 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 no. I'm just saying because if, if say, Patrick was, like, was here, I would about? take okay. Dolphins plus three and a half. Because two was playing this first star, I'm taking Rams minus three and a half. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Rams, Rams looked like a good buy, a good stock. Slightly on the move. You know, they played in a tough division. You know, they're going up against a fucking guy that has very little to no experience doing anything around these guys. Like, it's going to take some, like, there, there are going to be hiccups and there are going to be baby steps involved. Give me the Rams. Go ahead and covering three and a half. For real life, oh, yeah. I would go ahead and buy a point, though, just to fucking be safe and then slap that shit. But three and a half, I'll fucking take it all day. Rams, hot. This Dolphins, next game. Down. Let's I'm going to take, introduce take the next game. Last week. This game needs to be in the three o'clock setting. All right. Steelers, Ravens. They need to push this. It's such a good, great division. Oh, so a- lit. So lit. So badass. So badass. CBS Air, national television. I haven't oh. even looked at the schedule. I know no, actually, it's going to no, be on actually, TV. The better I know Tony Romo and back. Nass are going to be on that. Actually, bitch. no, that's not a better game. That's going to be a blowout. No, yeah, this is wrong. This should be maybe probably Tony Romo and Nats, but this should be the 3 o'clock game. CBS needs to get their crap together with the broadcasting and everything. But, no. Yeah, yeah, but you can't really blame them, dude. But I mean, I don't know how much of that might be. Steelers like, are coming into like, Baltimore. You know, or like, all that, but, becoming yeah. the only team to be undefeated this season. Only team to be undefeated against the Ravens, who are the favorites at minus three and a half. Home field advantage. They think that uh, Jackson's going to be able to find a way poke holes into the Steelers' defense. I don't think so. I don't see Steelers losing anytime soon with that defense they have. And, um, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is playing great. Now, give us that. He's throwing picks at the end. That does concern me a little bit. But I think Steelers will come to spreading even win. Like, going back to earlier, let's take Las Vegas, Detroit, and the Steelers. Three underdogs to win their game. <laughs> Dude, that sounds fantastic. That sounds fantastic. I mean, like, I, I, I've already kind of committed I'm going to put money 
no, I've already committed. I'm going to put money on the Steelers to win this game outright. Three and a half. Stop, stop giving up points. Like, just why? Three and a half points. And a half points. And a half points? Hold on one second. I'm about to see what this shit opened at. I feel like there was some like, No, last time I heard, when I heard some, it, like, it was at three and a half. It opened at three and a half. Okay, so it opened. Shut up. Really? Oh, open so people are just hammering the five and, five and a half. And a half. In fact, let's see here. As it stands today, 80% of all total money being bet right now on the spread is on yeah. Steelers. People are hammering. You need to. And, and here's down. the reason. People are fucking stealing have, down yeah. shit. So, I gotta ride that. I have to ride that. Like, even if I lose, I'm, it's one of those games where if I lose, I'm not mad at all. Like, it was the right choice. It's like taking a fucking, like, Jesus, you know what I mean? It's right. like being like fucking 60 and putting your money in right. like mutual funds. Like, it's probably not going to make you super fucking right. happy at the end of the day. So, I'm going to say dude, two like, reasons also the right uh, choice, in terms so, of like, just what's going there. on with the Ravens. Why, even though the favorite, why I don't think they should be. First of all, the Ravens just signed Des Bryant. I know who you love it dearly, Chris. Uh, Des Bryant. So, they're, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I love that. I, I <laughs> it really was. Uh, he's on the practice crime for him and I. So they're waiting to like make sure he gets the thing before they're moving him up. The only reason they got what, right, right, exactly. But they only got him because right, they, they need help. The Ravens need help getting Des Bryant. Like I think he's great. I think any team should pick him up. Period. But it's a cry for help and a desperation cry for the Baltimore Ravens because Lamar Jackson is injured. He's hurt. He's hurting. We've talked about this. How long can he play healthy in this game with the way he plays? It... Exactly. How long, how and long I can don't he play this style against this type of defense. You know what I mean? Like like this style of offense. No, and that's not, and I think it's not our understanding well of Baltimore. Like Jackson's amazing. Yes, he's a game changer. But against this old school type I yeah, know, like he's the MVP. But he's he's, he's an MVP. Seeing him. Chris, uh, going back to we don't even pick up bringing up our fantasy team. I have Lamar Jackson in our uh, league that I'm playing him. I'm sitting him against you. I'm sitting him because I don't think he's going to cover the 20 projected points in fantasy in our league. Uh, wow. I, I I believe that. That doesn't that that sounds tough to believe. Like it just it just is what it is. Man. It is what it is. Thrashed, man. Like great pick. Like I said, the Steelers, Steelers outright feel like a great pick. Uh, you know, if you, if in fact, if you have any reason to believe otherwise, hit me up at Real Stunt on Instagram and Twitter. Moving on, Justin Herbert. We were sucking his dick earlier. They're playing another shitty team, the Broncos. They come in at only minus three. Like, how do you not ride this wave? Like until the wheels Over. fall off. Like Thank he's you. my favorite rookie quarterback. I'm kind of fading Joe Burrow. I'm falling off the wagon there. Um, I also. Man, those uniforms are so cold. Like, how could you not win in those? Like, holy shit. Like, oh my god. Like, I hope they pay him. I hope they play in power <laughs> every week. Like on the road too. Um get, you gotta you got you gotta give me the Chargers because Thank you. there's I no reason because the Broncos are trash. They've proven that in a snow game, which they should have kept much closer. Uh defense turning over a point uh, the offense pick six, special teams getting points. It just shows that Denver is just 
garbage, unfortunately, at this time right now. And the question is, is Drew Locke quarterback of the future? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm saying the same thing. If you want to take uh, another betting idea, put Justin Herbert, rookie of the year. Oh. How about yeah. alternates? I'm, I'm actually just thinking about this right now. How about alternate spread Steelers up to like a touchdown? Oh, that sounds like a and, great. And the that sounds great. To say that. But I think parlay. better straight up bet right now, Chris. Chargers minus six. Plus odds. Yes, I did that. that uh, sounds, I said I've been. Wow, I did that. I had two of those hit last week. I said at plus money. Yes, plus a reverse odds because they're that good and the team they're playing so trash. I did the same thing with the Green Bay Packers against the Texans, who great team, trash team, and then I said the same thing against Buccaneers versus the Raiders, great team, and then the history of losing after bye. Same thing I'm gonna say here: great team, bad team, Chargers plus Chargers minus six, and to cover it, get some free extra money, bang for your buck. I mean, I like it. Like the if the Chargers are good, and I've, I've been loving them since LT. To bet on. Uh, a I, I'm so. a newly diehard. I've always had a special place in my heart for the Chargers just because LT. So seeing them win, I'll, I'll take it because my team sucks right now. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll ride with them. They're both two and two, but it just it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feel like a close game. It it, it doesn't. Um, moving on. To a matchup that oh, this just feels like a classic, beautiful NFC matchup. Like it's it's crazy to think that the Bears are five and two, only even after that loss. But hey, like because like both both these teams, you could argue have been hella underperforming. But yet they're both four and two and five and two. New Orleans comes in on the road. The Bears are home dog at four points. Nick Foles does he have a bounce back game? Do the do, do, do the do the Fucking Saints keep rolling on offense. Do they do they have enough gas to keep up? I mean, they didn't. They gave up a shitload to, to Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers last week. You know, do they step up and does Nick Foles counteract that in any way? I really yeah. don't know. This is actually a really fun uh, game no. to watch. I think it's we'll on Fox, so hopefully we get to watch instead. it. I think this is a better game. I think, ah, that yeah, is I think true. Uh, and, and Saints local, local. We actually have a lot of Bears We have more Saints area. fans than anything else. We have else. a lot of Bears fans in, in the area too. On top of that, Central, Central, uh, and Saints. Okay, yeah, but we get a lot of Bears fans yeah. locally. If you haven't noticed, um, but yeah, this is this is tough. See, I want to take the Saints with all my heart, but the fact that the Bears are so you take Chicago. I've been points, running uh, for that. today so far. I've been running the. Uh, the underdogs, the uh, positive plus points. I'm gonna do the opposite on this one. I'm gonna take your favorite. I'm gonna take New Orleans on this one just because I don't see them having a bounce back game. But side note, look at that over under. Over under 43. I know the Bears haven't been allowing offenses to score, but the Saints can't allow offenses not to score. And the Saints offense is great. Yeah, take the over on this guy. Over 43. Over. It yeah. opened. I believe it. See, I mean, you're seeing it at 43. Let me see what. Let me see what it opened at, dude. Everybody looks. Yeah, everybody. It opened wow. at 47. 
and it's literally moved all the way down wow. to 33. Everyone is hammered. Yeah, Everyone's hammered I don't understand why. That's, perfect time that's to just makes me want to take over so much more. Vegas. Yes, I'm going to take over. Like, for record's sake, I'm taking minus four. I'm, yeah, I'm taking minus I'm four. If anything, but I'm going to hammer anything, it so I'll probably down. do the over of this game with the Chargers plus six. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of parlays up going out here, guys, because uh, I've been doing good with parlays like lately. Uh, but once again, I'm not going crazy. I'm not doing these hundred dollar, fifty dollar parlays. I'm doing safe, simple, twenty five to win like a hundred bucks. I'm trying to be safe and smart with these, but we'll see how it goes. Well, I'm just trying to tell you what's working for me, so it might work for you, <laughs> and both of us can make some money. Because that's what we're trying to do here: is make money. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we're trying to make money, guys. Like, we, we we want the best for all of you. Everybody go out there, play responsibly. Or fuck it, you know, or throw your entire I mean, life down the mean, this is probably the last it's, week of it's, football it's, for it's a while. Because you don't know what the country's going to be but, on Tuesday. <laughs> quite literally. Quite literally. Um, oh, but, excited for this on, one. Uh, let's see here. We got a badass matchup. You know, like, this is, this is cool. This is cool anyway you twist it. Right. This Minus is the three and the Seahawks at home. What's after a loss. I'm just gonna say right now, I I I I bet I bet I keep on betting for the Seahawks. I bet for the Seahawks. I gotta take the Seahawks again. I cannot say loss. no to Russell Wilson right now. I can't say no to him. Echoing that specifically because of Russell Wilson. I called it in week one, first episode of Hammer Time. I think Russell Wilson's gonna win the MVP. Right now, that has grown to fruition. Right now, I look like a genius because of that. Honestly, that picking that early on, yeah. week one at plus eight hundred. Great call! Like, wow, like good, good call. It's looking good. I don't want to fade it. Niners look fadeable in every way. Yeah, that's so, that's crazy. I think. Seahawks, and two other reasons: Forty Niners just points. destroyed the crap out of my team. They're riding on this high wave. They're at the top of the mountain because they destroyed the. The New England Patriots—they destroyed the the dynasty to them, especially Jimmy Garoppolo coming into the team that traded him away. And Seahawks coming off a loss—it's two waves coming and colliding to each other. I see Seahawks coming up on top. Yeah, I I look, you know, and it's it's surprisingly not like a Sunday night game. <laughs> so like this was. Like they're, I don't know. I I, I, I can see that. I definitely really can see that. Yeah, though after what happened last week, I'm not going to even try it. I'm taking the minus three. I'm not going to do anything more than just let it ride, see what happens. This division matchup again, which is the toughest division, the best division I think in the league right now, the NFC West. Mm. I do disagree. I think the Bengals. But we'll we'll talk a little bit about that at the end. And and. Here, I'm just gonna go ahead and skip. And <laughs> Here's my lock. Of we'll guys. talk about the Cowboys and Eagles, I guess. Um, it, for like, for like this, this is so like they see. I don't know when the flex schedule begins for Sunday Night Football. I guess clearly it's too early in the season. But good God, this game should not be on Sunday Night Football. They're about to have Cooper Rush starting for the Dallas Cowboys in Philly as an eight-point underdog going up against the to be honest just a shitty Eagles like the, the Eagles are the favorite to win the division and they literally 
like even after everything that's happened to the Cowboys at two and five, the Eagles are only two, four, and one. Like they're literally only watching the football team with the division. Like holy shit! Like if the Cowboys somehow are you gonna you gonna go after the Cowboys again after what you just witnessed? They'll actually be like. Please don't tell me, Chris. For the love of God, don't tell me you're taking the Cowboys. Okay, good. Okay, thank you. What? Oh my I'm God! I'm not. No. Because I'm hammering the Cowboys. Chris. I'm hammering the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys uh, plus eight. Chris, Give me the Cowboys no. plus eight. No. I say oh, we're gonna ride. We're gonna ride it. I love eight. Eight points, dude. That's like the second biggest spread of the entire fucking week. Give it to me. It's the Eagles. Guys, okay, for, for, the Eagles. You think the Eagles are gonna cover eight? <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, I didn't think the Redskins, obviously, but bro, back to back weeks. Like, I'd like to bet on like again, what goes up must come down, what goes down must eventually like shit its way up by accident. I think this is one of those instances. Like, Eagles still win. I think it's accidentally close because Carson Wentz I, I can't agree with and that. the Eagles I don't, don't know how that. to manage games But I'm going to say this, guys. That's simply it. You ever have that friend that you know that can never get over that ex? That chaotic, like, toxic ex? Like, toxic relationship. Always coming back no matter how much. Breaking their heart. Toxic relationship. Them, not being there. That's, That's Chris me. with the Dallas Cowboys, man. Every time. Me. And because of that, if you know that, you know that no matter how much you try, he's not going to listen to you. And you just always yep. do the opposite of what they're doing. Take Philadelphia. Yeah, it's like it's like I literally like I literally lost my virginity to the Cowboys, so like it's like I, I don't know anything. Take take else, take so Philly like, minus take eight, guys. For the love of God, so I'm gonna ride with it to the wheels. <laughs> take Philly minus eight. Honestly, guys, listen to Jacob. Listen to Jacob. <laughs> this is obligatory but, Cowboys talk. By the way, can we can we try this? Pat uh, can anyone just uh, like tweet our show out to Pat McAfee? I don't want to be on Pat McAfee's show. I would love to be, but Chris deserves to be on Pat McAfee's show with his record. It rivals Pat's uh, for hammerhead. Do that. I've been waiting to call that, you. I, I would have been thinking that because like he he takes yeah. callers. Like I was actually like thinking about like. Cause he's got, cause he's right. got those guys who like, you know, he has multiple guys who like, you know, are social media active for him. I love Boston reach Connor. Out, like, to, oh, uh, oh, oh, uh, our our Chicago Zito Connor, but the guy on the couch. Yeah, Zito. Boston Connor right down. Right down. Chicago Zito. Yeah. Yep. Damn. I love. It. I love it. He but here's the reason. Down. Okay, I'm just gonna down. put it right now. Why Chris I love that. should I be on the Pat McAfee crew? First of all, Chris's background, guys. If you don't know, he does. Uh, you know, right now finance and everything that's not his background that's not his degree that's not his passion his passion is sports broadcast journalism okay sports broadcast journalism Pat, like think about this there's, there's he has a degree in this he has a way yeah, with words saying things can be perfect to actually bring out a whole other avenue that pat mcafee's crew doesn't have which they dominating social media dominating the twitter dominating youtube dominating the radio shows dominating all that in but they're not anywhere here trying yet to hit into the writing market and chris could be their writer chris could be the beginning of the writing part for the pat mcafee show and i think that'd be amazing plus he he i know well i appreciate that i mean like yeah i mean like they're, they're, they're clearly yeah, yeah i'm just saying i'm just pointing that i'm pointing that out also chris hit. Would I mean, be able, like, they have all <laughs> the big fans everyone person on the team is a fan of the big dynasty golden like teams except for the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys 
he will be there for the obligatory Dallas Cowboys talk. Okay, including a topic talk with Chris Rios. Like that's it. Uh, obligatory Cowboys talk and hell, you. Know. All right. I mean, they would join. And hell, and hell, I have no problem. I have no problem pointing. That'd be out. awesome. <laughs> that'd be cool. Out, like the elephant uh, in the room. I think Chris Messier. He loves his fighting. Totally cool. Too. It's all great. So. <laughs> Fuck it, man. I, I, I love it. I appreciate the boost. I do plan to keep rolling with the show. And and by the way, if you are listening, I do appreciate the shit out of you. Like, reach out to me, again, at RioStun on Instagram or Twitter. Some people already have. If you have any games that you want me to talk about or you want us to elaborate on, I would love to, like, I would love to help the listeners in any way. I would apply my research and, and, and whatever... Uh, whatever strategies and trends that I ride with and really truly want to help you out. Um, it's been, it's been a fun ride. You know, we've been, we've been building listenership slowly, but surely throughout this, these first eight weeks here of doing the show, um, only a couple of months, but Hey, I, we've, we've had enough traction here to definitely keep this going into the near future, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about what the show holds. And that being said, I'd love to get this one wrapped up here. We have the last game on the NFL slate. It's the Monday night game. Buccaneers are going on the road to New York. Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. TB12. TB Brady. TB Bucks. Minus 10.5 on the road. Giants. Giants suck. Balls. Buccaneers have been slapping bitches left and right. But hey. I'm going to go ahead and switch it up here. You've been riding underdogs a long way here. Fuck, man. Again, I hate to take it back to that cliche, the whole, you know, up and down shit. But, man, 10.5 is a lot. Monday Night Football tends to be kind of fun by accident. Hasn't been the last couple of weeks. But I like it going into this week. I'm not liking that, Chris. It is a hard take. That's a hard take. It's a hard take. I know it's a hard take. Uh, it's because I know the public is is just bitch slapping Tampa Bay right now. They're they're all they're all over. Oh my god, it. that's all over it. It that makes even better. I, say, I have to take Bucks minus like between the Eagles, the Chiefs, and Tampa Bay. I don't know which of those three is my lock of the week. Like those are three great locks. I I, I I'm sorry, Brady is finding his groove. His team is finally getting there. Uh, did you hear what Peyton Manny said? Uh, about what analyzing Brady's plays recently. No, he was talking. Uh, so Peyton Manning does his analysis of all the QBs. He's like, uh, what's, what's finally happening is that Brady's finally calling his own plays. So before that, the person who was calling the plays was the guy whose house he broke into. The only reason he didn't press charges on Brady is if they let him call the plays for the first couple of games against the Saints. Only reason <laughs> why the Bucks have been doing that. Tampa Bay is the team that everyone thought they were going to be. They wow. finally are who they thought we were. They were, okay? You got to take the... Yeah, I'm, I'm taking... I, yeah, I'll take it. Like, like I said, I want Brady to succeed because, like, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. I've always had an inversion Aaron Rodgers just because, like, oh, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. I'm like, I got Brady in my corner. This is the real GOAT. I respect Rodgers a whole lot more as a person, like, listening to him and learning from him. But still... I'm back in the goat on this one. Tampa Bay minus ten and a half. Wow, uh, this this man. I mean, 
my heart, like, like my, my brain, my brain says take the bucks. But like again, like if you're if you're gonna let the public like, move move it a whole two points where it becomes a two possession game, uh, you get uh, give me the fucking Giants. You know, even if they lose by ten, I'm okay. Like you still win. I mean, fuck it, I'll take it. Um, moving on, we're gonna since we are at the mid season point here, like a mid season report card, if you will. Me and Jacob, we're gonna bring up two divisions, right? Two divisions that we think are the best divisions in football and talk about who is the best to take moving forward in those divisions. Okay. I want to start off talking with the AFC North. The AFC North is tight. Right now you have the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns, who, between those three teams, accumulate three losses total. Like, that is fucking insane. I love the Steelers here. I truly do. The Steelers at right coming in at 6-0 are even money to win the division. The Ravens are still the favorite at minus 115. Steelers have still not lost yet. They have the opportunity to quote-unquote upset the Ravens this week and take a bigger lead in the division. Almost assuring, you know, taking a two taking a two game lead into the back half of the season, already having the head to head win. If the Steelers win this game, dude, they're in a fantastic position to win the division. At I money, I have to agree. I love that. With you on Give me the Steelers. I've been watching them. I was very nervous watching back and like, oh, okay, Ben Rosser's back. There's nothing else. But this defense, which carried the Steelers last year without Ben, really carried them to a almost to a playoff spot honestly they were after getting trounced early on they became good now they have the offensive weapons they have those those wide receiver core that interchangeable a defense that's unstoppable i and like i said ravens are hurt cleveland's banged up the browns will browns will have their first winning season i think in forever and actually make it to the playoffs i think but they have to be a wild card lock at this point with the browns even with OBJ yeah, out, I still think Browns. Ravens, I think, might miss it at this point. We'll see. But Steelers are going to dominate this division. They could. Well, I have a uh, at work. I have a uh, a friend who is a diehard Steelers fan, and he's telling me I won't say anything until the playoffs because he said after New England went sixteen and zero and then didn't win the Super Bowl, I can't ever say anything. But he kind of believes that that Steelers team can go undefeated all the way through. Also because. They're, besides besides their division, the rest of the teams they're playing aren't good. Mm. That's just that's just the facts of it. The rest of the teams they're playing aren't good. They play the NFC East this year, people. This. Oh, that'd be amazing. I hope I hope that'd be the, phenomenal. I hope the play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. That would be awesome. I would love that offense throw up against oh. the defense and like that match. Also, another fun so stat: the the last so three AFC. times that a teams went together undefeated within like the week five, week six, whoever won that game went to the Super Bowl. The last three times that happened. So Steelers might be also a uh, Super wow. AFC would pick if you want to. Fade the Chiefs, though. I, that's hard to do with the Chiefs being the Chiefs, who they are, I think. But if, the, if it's Chiefs-Steelers AFC game, oh my god, I can't wait to watch that. That will be the Super Bowl over me. 
Hey, if you like right. the Steelers, I mean, if you want some good value, I mean, I'm kind of skipping forward here to the end. I mean, we can kind of like work a little backwards here, but I'm gonna kind of, I'm, I'm gonna kind of just touch base on it since it's just fantastic value on it now. The Steelers, as the sole remaining undefeated team in the NFL, are only the fourth favorite team to win it all at plus seven. Which is disgusting. They're still behind the Bucks. They're still behind the Ravens, and they're still behind the Chiefs. Right now, now, now the Chiefs are in a class all above their own. But the fact that you have like that's just incredible value. Like I can't tell you the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl, but if you're looking even then to be AFC champion, it's plus three seventy five. But yeah. Plus seven fifty to be Super Bowl winner. Right. That's that's great odds. Like I said, uh, yeah, eight to one on your money. Eight to one on your money to take the to take the team that shit. If they win, if they win this game, yeah, probably win the division. No, the there's division, only one buy. Probably Chiefs probably the buy. Have a buy or or no? They, well, there's only one buy, so they probably won't have a buy. But they'll host a playoff game. They'll play a shitty okay. team. I got I got fucking, fucking ears uh, at almost plus sure eight hundred to win the Super Bowl earlier. I mean, like I said, they're now like plus six fifty. I I I surely should have taken it earlier in the year because like I said, I you like that? I think that Tom Brady's gonna go on a tear. But then after the whole uh, Jordan Love thing with the Packers and watching Aaron Rodgers going through, I got nervous. So I actually have both uh, you know hedges. I got Packers and Buccaneers for the Super Bowl. But let's let's wait for the Super Bowl. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's move on to the other side of the country and the other division with the NFC West and looking at them because that I like said Chris thinks the AFC North uh what you said like there's only what four losses between the three teams three oh three losses between the top three teams three losses between the top with the uh AFC I'm trying to let me just look at that division West the NFC West yes See what the you talking about the NFC West? The Seahawks are minus one forty five. The next favorite is the Rams at plus three twenty. I mean, this division is. I mean, the Cardinals technically Cardinals tough, the on but as I mean, far the as Cardinals are competitive, I, it's. Are you like do you do you just? Find, I think like, Rams would Rams be. I think the, the Rams would be the high be, value underdog. Uh, like a high plus value underdog or something. I don't I think Cardinals don't... can pull it off in the end. I mean, they do have the uh, easier schedule of, of, of the four teams. It's one of the things that, you know, right now they are, if it comes down to, like, you know, close games, Cardinals are above the Seahawks with that win as divisional record. Cardinals could be a good bet, but I like I like the idea of taking the Rams because Rams are up on the 49ers already. Um, so they're 1-0 in their division. Double check on the your thing right. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. Right. Oh, the Cardinals are two and zero in the division. What am I saying? Cardinals are two and zero. Rams are zero and one. Cardinals actually plus five hundred might be a good yeah. bet. Two and zero. Rams. Just tossing that out there. I didn't even notice that until right now. The Cardinals mm. are one game behind the Seahawks, but they hold a two zero division. So they are a third all the way already through their division games, and they're up 2-0. I mean, it's... 
The Seahawks are only are five and one. The Cardinals and the Rams are five and two. I get where you're coming from. I get what you're saying. I do. I do. Like the the card the, the Cardinals have gone like yeah. a good chunk of their hard games out of the way with, right? Which is really any game against this division. Yeah. So high value bet. Cardinals. He's not throwing. Even against the Seahawks, he wasn't really throwing. Murray is okay, up. he was scrambling. Kyler Murray's banged up. Yep. So, and and again, I just have a hard time, like elaborating too deeply or jumping too hard on a train of any of these value underdogs here, because again. I am real big on Russell Wilson. You know what, I'm going to take the thing. I know we weren't going to touch this one. Game, if you want to value at a minimum dog at this point in time, take Washington football team plus 350 to win the NFC East. <laughs> by accident. I'm Holy telling shit, you, I don't, I, I've been saying, like, right, before the Cowboys got banged up, before they locked Dak Prescott, because honestly, ever since they lost Dak Prescott, the Cowboys have been, you know, it's just a free fall. That's why I'm saying, go full for Philly this time of week, but the Philadelphia Eagles, as Chris was saying, are trash. I don't like them. I haven't liked them. I don't understand why they got rid of Nick Foles over Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz isn't a good QB. I will keep on saying that until hell freezes over. He's not a good QB. I, yeah, I think Washington football team, especially after they got rid of Haskins, QB. I've been saying that they got better. They got better. Thank God. Good for them. I knew Haskins was trash, like like more blatantly trash than like Carson Wentz. Because Carson Wentz I couldn't gauge coming out of college, so I didn't even see him play a single fucking team. Right? But like Dwayne Haskins I did watch play multiple times. And then on draft day, him acting like he was fucking worth something really pissed me off for some reason. Like so like I I, I, I hate that. I hate Dwayne Haskins. Kyle, it, yeah. in, in fact, Kyle I Allen, hope he burns in hell. He is just so he yeah. is such an awful. And remember Kyle Allen did great for the he's like, he's, for the he's, uh, Panthers, honestly. Though a lot of people say he got carried by uh like Christian McCaffrey. But he did he did I think he's a good QB finally thing. So I don't know Kyle Allen great by one of the best QBs out there. Even though you know, R.I.P. to his leg. But he's very young, but he's decent. he could be very young. I definitely see that. He could be. He could be. But remember, he's getting trained by Jones. Alex Smith. Like, like I could see him. Like, and I could Alex see him Smith in the is for a long time. just great. And Alex Smith went out there, did his work. Once Kyle Allen went banged up, Plus and showed better. that hey, he Plus can still that. play. <laughs> Even though the Rams, poor Aaron Donald's just a beast. I'll keep on saying that he's just a savage monster. I, I, I might take. Honestly, I might take Washington Football Team plus three fifty to win the NFC East. Not a bad take. Value takes here, guys. Take a note. Um, just so you know, uh, if you want to take a look at these odds, um, they are they are kind of indexed off of Caesar Sportsbook in Vegas. Um, we're taking a look at the odds on Bovada. Um, it's a it's an online sports betting site, um, totally legal for the record. Um, feel free to take a look at it. On NFL futures, um, everything from Super Bowl odds. AFC and NFC Championship odds, division championship odds, and of course, all the games every week, money line, total, spread, everything. Um, now that we've kind of come to the end here, um, we've already kind of touched base on the Super Bowl. I don't want to elaborate on that too much more. 
um, because it's clear that the Chiefs are in a class above their own and there's some value there between the Bucks and the Steelers and other than that that's about it. I mean, um, precise this open sports, form, man. Sports you want to talk about in the world of it's sports? Just football, guys. It's up? just football, baby. I'm not paying attention. I haven't been paying attention to college football because I'm sorry, COVID has honestly destroyed yeah, dude, them. Lock in. They have no rules, regular. It really has. I don't know what's going it's on. Made you know, college football super hard to watch, which is insane. Like also, again, Big Ten has shot themselves in the foot. Pac-12 nowhere to be seen right now. It's just it's just hard for me to watch college football, and I'm, I'm sorry. My so team is doing absolutely trash. It doesn't even help. From the same people, from the same people, <laughs> by the way, who said keep politics out of sports, by the way. I don't want to, just saying, but, you know, fucking irony's a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're literally making rules in spite of the rest of the conferences, like the Big Ten, it's so dumb. Like I don't understand that. You they're COVID, start. You can't play for. Who was that? Uh, who's the quarterback that just went off? The red shirt quarterback. SEC. Yeah, and, now, and then he's then he has things. Twenty one days. That's three games. He's out. West Wisconsin. It's the Wisconsin. Dumb. It's 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 just oh my god. Everything about college football right stupid. now pisses me off. Dumb. I. Dumb. Another reference to the Pat right. McAfee show, they brought up a guy in Wake Forest. Now, now, granted, that's ACC, I believe. But imagine if the ACC had the same rules, right? Out for 21 days. Wake Forest had a kid walk on to the team. First game he plays, gets three picks, makes 10 tackles. Imagine that kid getting COVID and having a game like that that's just it's just that like I understand once again I think also it's very hard I don't think I still think and I know Chris I think college football should have waited a whole wait till the spring and we've had our talks about this in the past about this but I'm just saying we're talking about the uh, this is our generation though they're a little bit younger they're starting to right if I'd, have, if I'd have known it would have been like this, if I would have known it would have been the quality would have been this way, I would have agreed with the spring. I would have disagreed. I disagreed when I heard that those 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 calls for that type of action months ago. But if I would have known that would have been like, the it's quality just, of I, I, at this point, like time, it's just I I, I, I was going earlier because I kind of knew what would happen and like we are the, we have the most selfish like the late late millennials is which we and Chris are, are part of and the early of Gen Z political here are the most selfish self-centered people i know and have met and i don't understand the fact that like yes they are kind of immune to the coronavirus there is a one percent chance you are going to die if you mm-hmm. catch it okay they don't see the risk they don't see anything they're allowing to spread and just because of that governments are they shutting down it's just they're not in it for the team college football players are in it for the team even though some of them you know, you know, this first year in college, freshmen, they don't know. I mean, come on, you're a football player in college. You're going to be doing out, getting out everywhere, getting as much as you want, doing as much as you want because you're the star of the, the campus. It's just, it's a different environment, and they weren't thinking about that. It's not like the NFL. It's not like the MLB. It's not like the NBA. It's not like the NHL. They're not professional athletes. They don't know better. You shouldn't have done this. And I just, it's just the way it is. Uh, I'm a teacher, if anyone didn't know. <laughs> Like I said, going after 10-1, I might be stopping a teacher and just go professional gambling. 
not happening. Um, but like, I see the kids. I know how it is. I know who they are. They are who we thought they were. That's it. Damn, man. I mean, like, fuck. I mean, you put it. I mean, you wrapped it up and put a bow on top of it, man. I mean, that's that is what it is. Like, and that's ultimately kind of why, like, um, college football doesn't really get talked too much about this. Because, dude, I bet tons of college football last year. Like, tons of it. I, I think, made a lot yeah, of money I, from college football. A lot. Like, bowl season was so fun. And, like, I'll probably, it, it might be fun right. again this year, but I kind of doubt it. Like, like, perfect time to take a bunch of underdogs. Uh, because, like, these favorites, right, these national rankings are so unreliable. So... Man, like I, I had to agree with you. I wish college football would have waited until the spring, because because it, it would have been, damn. Think about how badass that would have been. You would have had NBA, you know. You would have had hockey, baseball, and college football. College football would be able to dominate the weekend. They wouldn't even have to like. I mean, they already don't compete with the NFL, right. but they would have the weekend to themselves and still have the the NBA dominating. It's Sundays, just probably. it's just sad to see, and I like. I but love man, it. I love it, sports. I love it. it, it is I've really started to go college watch. football. Honestly, like, being in college got me really into college football, and I understand it better. I understand that understanding college football helps you be a better NFL. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Who was it helped, dominant it at least during you. the early part of our uh, college careers? School. For me, at least, for the first, first, you know, middle years that I had dominant. It's 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 just hard to see what's happening right. in. Thank you. I mean, I don't only get to more of that. It's just learning college football, I know, would have helped me be a better NFL gambler because I've seen the talent, see what's coming in, know what's going on. Because I see that with you. Honestly, I'm taking a page out of the book, guys. Listen to Chris, he understands. It's why he's the records he has, why he's good. Like, I, the fact that I got this record is because I've been trying to take from him. I've been trying to learn, trying to look. I've been listening to the people and just learning from my mistakes I, like you said Chris at the beginning of the show I've made all of the mistakes of the game made them all even when they told me not to make them I've made them all but you gotta make and I, I don't yeah, even I think the, the only thing yet. you're missing is like that scouting aspect which comes from watching like college football I have a hard time getting my buddy Ryan to do that because he just doesn't like watching like college sports period he just hates the idea of amateurism but like it really has helped me out like getting a gauge of some of these particularly quarterbacks and and, and like running backs coming out of college for good reason uh, especially since the modern NFL just tends to like revolve around them so much but it does suck because like I've, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage now moving forward because I'm they not don't know really what watching do. these guys but at the same time you know who also really isn't the fucking I NFL think that's gonna make it so much because, crazy like now they have less to work with and there's less talent to evaluate. I think it's and gonna be great. You're gonna see a lot agents. of. You're gonna see a lot of. You're gonna see a lot of. Gonna be amazing to watch that in the next couple years. Uh, but just, yeah, just to end it all, guys. Hey, at the end of the day, we still got football. Hey, let's count our blessings. You're right. We got football. We have a whole NFL slate to work with. Dodgers won the World Series. Fucking called it. Should have took a future took parlays during the World Series anyway made that up we'll roll with it we got more sports coming in December we'll be back next Wednesday to talk about the next week and evaluate this past one hopefully we can both come out on top and the positive we'll let you know how that went if you have any questions of course reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter like I said at Rio Stunton 
um, definitely feel free to reach out if you have any questions, uh, concerns, right? Or just want to get a story out. You know, I, 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 you know, you can be anonymous. You can put your name on it. I don't really care. Um, but I, if, if, you, if you've got a fun beat, if you've got a fun win, I want to hear about it. All right. Again, at Rio Stun Instagram and Twitter. Other than that, guys, been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. For another great episode of Hammer Time. Have a great night. Chris Rios. That was a good show. I like that. You'll have a good one. Thank you.